Welcome, everybody, to Marketing Management and Money, the review of Startup Marketing. So it's kind of funny to hear you say that about your own book. <laughs> I know. So I, I should have probably done the introduction. <laughs> so we're, we don't edit this, but uh, welcome everyone to Marketing Management and Money. This is uh, Ethan Migliori, and I. Uh, uh, a little while back, I beat up Ryan about a book that he has that I says, "Why well, haven't you ever talked a bunch about this one?" And he says. Well, anyways, through the conversation, you gave me the privilege of saying, hey, wait a minute, why don't we do some stuff on your podcast? And so I'm, I'm glad you, uh, that me be the, the co-host for this, because I know that there's some other people you do some stuff with that probably actually would be better, but, um, <laughs> and would, no be, comments and on would that. be nice, sir. <laughs> so, but, uh, so this is the, the kickoff episode. And so we'll kind of come and cover that first part of the book. You know, we'll look at the preface because you have some things in there that you, you mentioned and then we'll work our way through and then probably end there and my thoughts and then start with, uh, you know, that section one where then we kind of get into the meat and the potatoes um, and that planning process and looking at, uh, you know, the demand and that, you know, as you call it, the MA and SA and other things as we yeah. get into it. Yeah. So, 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 uh, for those of you listening right now, we're gonna we're gonna review the uh, preface, introduction, and why startup marketing. Uh, that's all gonna be found in the uh, intro of the audiobook. Uh, and and I would suggest anyone out there before you get too farther into this one, if you haven't listened to that section of the audiobook, do it. So as we go back through it, it's kind of a refresher for you, and maybe we'll give you further insight to it. Yeah. If you haven't read it, uh, you're still probably okay, but still go and listen to it because we're not gonna go through it in that much detail. I want to pull the highlights out of it and focus on those areas that, uh, at least from my perspective, is, is the good stuff. Exactly. Those little golden nuggets. Exactly. And and, and the assumption is that uh, you guys already have a foundation here. So, you know, we we may or may not uh, reiterate things. We might just uh, just move forward. And so I, I'm, I'm going to kick it off with this. So the preface really is talking about techniques and principles. And really what I want to talk about here in this uh, recording, this episode that we're doing right now, is how much of a magnet marketing techniques become. They suck you in. Yeah. And I've seen so many mistakes be made by uh, businesses who want to push marketing techniques and professionals. That's the other thing that really frustrates me is when I see marketing professionals jump immediately to the techniques and ignore the principles. And, and so <clears throat> you define... Uh, as you're getting into this one, and it covers it in the book, but where we're going to make it so listeners can actually still get something out of this. Define, let's break down technique and a principle because I think it's important. Maybe you were going down that path anyways, and I should have just kept my mouth shut. But <laughs> no, 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 you're you're perfect. <laughs> See, this is what so, I told you. I don't know that I was, <laughs> but anyways. So, so the easiest way to look at it is a principle is going to hold true for any business of any size that is in any industry. And so, for example, understanding your customer. 
Every single business needs to understand their customer. Every single business needs to understand who their target customer is. And so those are marketing principles and uh, techniques become the ways that you, uh, you know, in this example, would engage with those customers. So you might, uh, you know, you, you might want to engage with them through networking, but that works for some businesses, but not for others. And so the real, uh, the, the, the test here, if you want to know if you're dealing with a marketing technique or a marketing principle, is just ask this question, does this work for every single business? If the answer is yes, it's a principle. If the answer is no, it's a technique. Now, there's nothing wrong with techniques, the mistake is starting with the technique. You gotta start with the marketing principles. Yeah, and that's that's one area that I would have brought out. Is you, I love when you when you reference in your book that uh, before you focus on the techniques, if you don't have the marketing principle in place first, the technique may or may not work. Yeah, right? and, and, but and if the principle is in place, the success rate of implementing the technique. Uh, goes up significantly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so here, here's a good example, and this is covered in the book a little bit where we talk about marketing budgets. Marketing budgets are a principle. Everyone needs to know what they are dedicating to their marketing, like how much time, money, and resources um, is dedicated to their marketing. That becomes a marketing budget, right? But what will happen a lot of times is people will start spending their money before they understand how much they have to spend. And they use this idea or this concept. They're like, well, you know, you got to you gotta spend money to make money. Uh, yeah. and, and so they'll, they'll jump in with both feet on spending the money or they'll hire a firm and that firm will put them on a retainer. You know, I'll see this happen quite often where, you know, a firm's going to charge you, say, like 1000 or 1500 bucks a month and they're going to manage your social media. And then they're going to charge you another one to 3000 for the ad spend. But that's kind of a pass-through expense. And so you're now into this thing, you know, two, three, four thousand dollars a month to just do social media marketing. Well, have you taken the time to A, look at is that in your budget? B, does that reach your target market or the target market that you have correctly identified that you're going after? Or is it more that you're just like, oh man, everyone's on social media. I better get on social media as well. And I need to hire a professional because I don't know what I'm doing. And that's the mistake of technique versus principle is just this idea of no, 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 no. Start with the principle. Uh, you know, don't, I'm, I'm, I'm on a little bit of a tangent, but I guess that's what we're, yeah, this is commentary. So we can right. do well, that. That's right? what I, but that's what I, the goal of why, uh, when we started batting this idea around that I love the idea because, um, sometimes it's fun to get into the author's head on the backside of everything that's going on. Cause mm-hmm. you know, both of us are in some ways history buffs. We like yeah. certain things about history and have other areas that we look at. But when you hear it, f- when you sit, actually have a conversation with that author about the book they've written and some of their thoughts and why they were doing this one, sometimes little things come out that aren't in the book. Right. <laughs> and then yeah. you're like, Oh, that's super cool. I wonder why you didn't bring that up in your book or why wasn't it mentioned here? This, mm-hmm. uh, well, because sometimes it doesn't flow. I mean, there's a number of other reasons. And so 
So yeah, tangents I love because that's for me where you actually get to see the side of them and how their brain thinks, you know, why they feel it's important. Uh, you know, they bring a different perspective to the table that now allows you to take that information along with what you've already learned and maybe adjust it to have a, a better way of implementing something that you, you've failed to do in the past. Yeah. Well, so this is the tangent that I wanted to hit on, and that is it's not a race. For whatever reason, entrepreneurs, they have this attitude that, you know, launching their business or the success of their business has something to do with a race. And I look at it and I say, no, it's, you know, I mean, how quickly can you be successful? How quickly can you hit cash flow? How quickly can you grow your business? Sure, but it's not how quickly can you grow your business relative to someone else, relative to this other business that you've networked with, or relative to someone you saw on Shark Tank, or relative to your cousin's best friend's dentist's, you know, father-in-law who had huge success. Yeah. Like, it's not it, it's not a race against other people. It's you saying, how well can you do internally? And, and I think when you start looking at marketing principles and marketing techniques, the techniques tend to be, uh, you know, it, it, they're, they're almost gambling. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're just putting some money out there and hoping something sticks. And sometimes it works, you know. Like you can get lucky on techniques. You won't always lose with them. But the principles give you that foundation so that – when a technique doesn't work, you can always go back to the foundation, to the principle, and you can always improve upon it. And, and so you'll notice if, if you're principled in your marketing, if your marketing is continually getting better year after year, if it's more dialed in year after year, if you're two, three years into your business and you know about as much on your marketing as you did when you started, you're stuck in that bad habit of techniques. Now, um a little bit later on in the introduction part of the book, you start talking um, a little bit about how a lot of startup entrepreneurs um, learn the hard way because they, you know, starting up is extremely costly for a number of different reasons. But I, I like the f uh, fact that you kind of point out that, hey, mar marketing is a little bit of a science. Because mm -hmm. um, a lot of times when we look at a business plan and you look at the financials, it's it's very number driven and two to you know, two plus two is four, right. things like that. But when you get into marketing, uh, you don't have necessarily financial ratios or other things that you can, you know, go pulling off. Um, but it, it, everybody wants to improve their marketing. Um, but, it, you know, the experience is they kind of just go to guesswork or what are they doing? Yeah. Or what's my competition doing? How are they doing this? You know, so, so it becomes this trial and error mm -hmm. that they're going through. Um, which then leads to a lot of, as you and I know, on the backside, lost revenue that hurts them when they're really needing that to grow. Yeah. Uh, so I think there are a couple things, uh, and, you know, this was covered in the book, but maybe not as in-depth as, uh, you know, as, as we're going to go here. But all sales are a function of marketing is something that I love to look at. And so if you're trying to figure out if your marketing is working, you really need to look at your sales trends, your sales forecasts, uh, and also what is driving those sales. Uh, so 
you know, I'm a huge advocate of being able to link your marketing and your sales directly together. So, you know, you talk about the science of marketing. If you can't know what is working and what is not working, if you can't know where to make some changes, right. then you haven't put that science to your marketing. Now, that doesn't mean that there's no trial and error, you know, and this is mentioned. Well, and you talk about trial and error you know, and give some, you know, and we'll get to it, some great principles to follow and actually some models that exist. Yeah, but... You know, on the front end, the idea is to say you're never going to get away from trial and error, but you can definitely eliminate a lot of wasteful trial and error by understanding what you're, you know, what what you're trying and what you're focusing on. Uh, there's a lot of parallels throughout the book of the scientific method where it's, you know, it's like, okay, I have a control group, I have a hypothesis, I have, you know, a, an experiment, and then I'm going to document it, and then I'm going to reiterate, uh, you know, this same type of approach. And, you know, in the book, uh, as, as we get further into the book, uh, it'll talk about those formulas. But right off the bat is to say, hey, put some sort of process in place of your marketing. You know, if, if you want to do an ad spend, then give yourself some goals or some expectations of that ad spend. See what you get, review, reiterate, you know, make some adjustments. And, uh, you know, and you really should, if you're doing your marketing correctly, you really should be fine-tuning for the most part, not making sweeping changes. You know, if, you, if, if you've identified that, uh, you know, that the, the you want to go down a... Uh, you know, with a marketing campaign and you don't get the results that you want, look at maybe adjusting the, the campaign as opposed to completely abandoning it and moving on to something totally different. Every time you pivot like that, it's, you know, it's costly. Now, there are times to pivot. There are times where, you, you know, you find out what you need to find out and you're like, okay, this is not going to work for us. But I think most entrepreneurs cut a little bit short and, you know, they, they just, they, they, they don't exercise the patience or, you know, they get a little bit nervous because it's expensive. Marketing's expensive. Uh, you, you make a, a comment in here in the book that says, what entrepreneurs and small business owners don't realize is marketing doesn't begin with advertising or simply promoting your amazing product or service. Marketing begins with an understanding of your small business. Okay, first, what you have to offer why people want uh, what you have and how it all works together to become a small business that earns money for you. Yeah. I mean, what a great way to tie some complex things and understanding the pieces of, I, I mean, the, the whole book kind of, I guess you could say sums around that. And even though you go into more detail and it doesn't kind of break it out that way. I love uh, that comment that you make in there, because that's, for me, that's the starting point for marketing. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, when you have the baseline or that, but, but most people don't even, the, the first thing you point out is they have an understanding of their small business. Well, a lot of people don't have that. And, and I do want to hit on, uh, you cannot isolate marketing from the management side, from the finance side. That's why, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, this show is marketing management and money, uh, you know, it's not just the marketing podcast. You know, we, right. we could sit here and talk only about marketing, but so many of those decisions are intertwined. 
And, and that's a big theme throughout the book is to make sure that you understand the relationships. Uh, you know, I, I, I point out in the book that, you know, uh, people are going to they're going to question. They're like, wait, isn't this a book on marketing? You know, why are we talking about this? Uh, and, and that's because you have to have that. If you want to get into those principles, you have to have that foundation uh, to understand or to build on. Now, you um in that section of the book, you share an example of a company that you'd work with, and you know they were originally doing about one hundred fifty thousand, and mm-hmm. they jumped to about three million. Will yeah, you touch on that a little bit more. So, they, I loved working with these guys, and uh, they 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 were super fun. I actually first met them; they came to one of my business planning classes. And this is an interesting point. So uh, they came to one of my business planning classes. They were already in business. And the reason why they showed up is because they wanted to learn about business. And so they figured they're like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll try a business planning class. And, um, and so I started working with them and helping them you know, through the process. But the thing that was so fascinating about them, the reason why they were so successful is because they would innovate simple things. One of the things that they actually innovated was they analyzed what uh, it was UPS shipping. They weren't UPS. Uh, let Let me make sure I'm saying this correctly. They analyzed UPS shipping. And one of the products that they needed to ship was a very odd project product and it was difficult to ship. And so they actually analyzed what UPS wanted and they went and revamped their packaging and innovated a new form of packaging that was specific for UPS that met all of their weights, dimensions, everything their, The UPS carriers loved it. And they were able to make a ton of money because they understood that need in their business. You know, and that 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 little side note's not in the book. I just kind of talk about in the book that they were worried that they didn't have a strong social media presence. And the point that I want to make here is that their success was not coming from social media marketing. Their success was coming from understanding their relationships. They and packaging, yeah, th- th- which th- is part of marketing. Th- they they were excellent at, you know, their relationships with UPS, their relationships with their customers, their relationships with their vendors, their relationships, you know, and and so they were so good at understanding uh, the need to have quality relationships that, and it got to the point, man, when they would come into the room, everyone loved to see them because they just, they understood that. And that was their marketing strategy. They wouldn't call it a marketing strategy, but I would, you know, I would say their marketing strategy focused on dialing in the relationships throughout the entire supply chain, all the way to the end customer. And, you know, and and they just kept focusing on that, focusing on that and saw rapid growth because of it. Oh, good. And that same uh, introduction section of the book. I like that you uh, bring back, and, th- and this is a, I would say, a marketing principle that marketing is everything you do to grow your business. Mm-hmm. Advertising is just a way to let people know what you do, right? It's a slice of the pie, but yeah. it's not. That too many people confuse marketing and advertising, and you know, advertising is a piece of marketing, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I like that uh, clarity that you bring up in there. But now you you bring up a, a fantastic analogy about cooking. 
that um i love analogies <laughs> you know that it, if you were expected to cook an amazing meal but you only had one or two of the ingredients of the recipe that it you know it called for um you can't expect that meal to be that great and Okay, so yes, that that's exactly out of the book. And one of the things that you know I want to hit on uh, that you can infer from the book, but that is that marketing is a recipe. You know, you, yeah. you don't have to know that much about cooking to follow a recipe. It tells you how hot to preheat the oven. It tells you what size pan to use. It tells you all the ingredients that you need to put in, and Businesses need to look at marketing that way, you know. And so in the book, it does talk about, it's like, look, if you only have one or two ingredients, but it's not just the ingredients. It's it's putting the ingredients in the right order. You know, if I bake my cake, pull it out, then crack two eggs and put them on top, <laughs> it would ruin the cake. And so, yeah. you know, I've had so many businesses that they're like, well, my marketing's not working. And they think that they're doing things wrong. And I'm like, no, you're doing things right in the wrong order. And so... When you follow a good recipe, it not only gives you the ingredients, it gives you the ratios, it gives you the order that you're supposed to put it in, and and that's how marketing works. And so maybe, you know, maybe you need to kick off your grand opening with, uh, you know, a couple of radio ads and some social media spots, uh, you know, put a billboard up before you do your grand opening or else your grand opening is not going to have success. You know, maybe your grand opening is fine and you don't need to worry about how, you know, you've organized your grand opening, but all of the precursors coming up to that, that's part of that recipe. So let's wrap up this uh, part of the episode with why startup marketing. That's kind of that last section in there. So, so this is a big deal and it is, uh, that section's kind of tucked in there and I, I and feel it's like. it's small, but it's got, <laughs> you have some really good points and facts well, and other things in here. Well, well the, the, the one big thing that I want to hit at is that marketing is so different in the startup phase. And this can be the startup phase of a business or it can be the startup phase of a new project. You know, if you're expanding your business into a new territory or something, that's still the startup phase. And it's different. You know, you've got to treat it differently. So if you've been successful in marketing your business and then all of a sudden you try and launch a, you know, a, a spinoff company and you're wondering why the spinoff company, I see this happen a lot. You know, successful businesses try and spin off and they're like, oh, it doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, because you're now into startup marketing. It's not the same as regular marketing. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I point out in the book is the failure rate of businesses and, you know, we've had so many improvements in tools. You know, the Internet has been huge to allow people to be successful in business. And, you know, you, you've got resources. There's, you know, improved softwares. Like everything has improved, but yet the failure rate is still really high and most businesses are still continuing to fail which tells us that yeah. it's not the tools that are causing the fail 
It's the mentality. It's the approach. We need to take a better, different approach. So that, that's, that's really why I put that in at the front is to try and get people to open up a little bit. I've had, I've had some criticism of this book and of some of my trainings where people are like, yeah, this is all basic stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it's supposed to be basic stuff. If you're not doing the basics, you know, like how many people know that if you want to stay in shape, you need to exercise, eat right, and get enough rest? That's all basic stuff. But yet, in the United States, we have a growing obesity problem. It's not due to lack of exercise programs. It's not due to lack of nutrition. It's due to lack of us following the basics, the very yeah. simple basics. And, and, and so, yeah, there's, there, there's a lot of stuff that if you read it and you're like, well, I already know that, I'd like you to ask the question, you might know it, but are you implementing it? Are you doing it? Well, and I love you made it very clear in there that um, if people were learning from it, we wouldn't still have the same number of failures, business startup failures as mm-hmm. we have, as we, well, let's see, I got to make sure I get As we right. have had. As we have had even 50 years ago. Yeah. That, that, when you look at the stats over the years, that number has never changed. Right. So that tells you, something right there. (laughs) And you pointed out very clearly in the book that, look, you got to stop trying to market like an existing or a big company and start implementing uh, marketing rules for a startup business. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're going to become one of those numbers. Yep. Absolutely. So, well, good. Um, So in the next episode, I think we'll jump right into that uh, section one planning process. Sounds um, great. And beat that section up. It's a fairly big section. So we'll see if we can get it through in one episode. I told Ryan that purposely I want to keep a lot of these sections a little bit shorter than a lot of the normal podcasts so that um, if you're hearing a principle or you're hearing something in it, it makes it easier to uh, search it back out and pull it back out versus trying to go through 40 minutes of content. Um, I'd rather keep them down to 20 or 25 minutes. It's just easier for a reader if they want to actually listen to it and then, uh, you know, pull those certain principles out. So that's what we're get the format we're going to try to stick to for make it easier to be searchable and user-friendly in the long run. So, yeah. and, and this is meant to be kind of a how-to. So go back, reference the book itself, uh, listen to the commentary. We'd love your feedback, your comments, um, you know. But, yeah, it's meant to be a how-to. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. I hope you pulled um, some of the tips and tricks that uh, Ryan mentions that part of the purpose of this book was to do to give you some deeper insight and, and some uh, tips and tricks you know, to help you be more successful in your efforts. So thanks for joining us. Okay. Take care.